At photographycourse.net, you'll be able to swap your expertise with other photographers, make light instead of wishing for it, expand your portfolio, and receive feedback from professionals, all of which will develop your artistic eye. Photographycourse.net offers an abundance of premium courses and challenges for participants at every stage of their journey, from technical settings for portrait photography, to landscape composition tricks, to how to start your own photography business, we have everything you need to start shooting confidently. You can work at a pace that suits you. Our 52-week project challenge will provide you with the educational resources, encouragement, and support that you need to take great photographs every week. You can join us at any time as our themes are evergreen. You can also start by shooting every day and learning something new with our 365 Days of Photography course. Led by an industry expert who has mentored over 10,000 students, this course will help you take your photography skills to the next level with daily, bite-sized videos. Throughout the process of learning, you'll have access to a community that will provide you with inspiration and motivation. Get encouragement from other photographers every single day. Our current limited time offer comes with a special discount code exclusive to the listeners of this podcast. Get 50% off your first year as a premium member. Claim this discount by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST. Come join photographycourse.net and capture more than just a moment. Hello everyone, my name is Taya and I'm the host of Great Big Photography World Podcast, where we interview notable photographers in the industry, give advice on a wide variety of topics, and provide tips for beginners and professionals alike. In this episode, I speak with Anna Morgan, a landscape and nature photographer with a very beautiful and elegant portfolio. We talk about her studies, how her background has affected her photography, and much more. Please enjoy. We have an amazing community at photographycourse.net where you can meet new people, receive constructive criticism, join photography contests, and much more. In our community, you'll also find a 52-week project that will provide you with weekly educational videos and challenges to help you improve your skills on a regular basis. This is an amazing opportunity for you to not only enhance your skills, but also grow your network and have a wholesome experience as a photographer. We're so inspired by the amazing photographs that our members post every day. When you join our community, you'll be able to make new friends and share your progress with a passionate group of people. None of this would be possible without our members' support, so we're very grateful. In order to keep things running, we're offering exclusive membership plans that will give you access to every part of our community and our premium courses. Use the discount code GREATBIGPHOTOGRAPHYWORLD to get 50% off your first year as a member. Go to photographycourse.net slash join and use the code GREATBIGPHOTOGRAPHYWORLD without any spaces to claim your discount. Hey Anna, welcome to Great Big Photography World Podcast. I am so happy to have you here. Please introduce yourself to the listeners. Hi Taya, thank you so much for having me on. I know it's taken us a little while to get there, but I'm very grateful to be here. So my name's Anna Morgan. I am originally from the UK, but I migrated to Canada and to British Columbia about five years ago. And so this is well and truly home for me now. I've been photographing on and off since my teenage years, but I went to vet school, had a a 12-year veterinary career in my own clinic, and then I decided to sell up, start a family, and move to Canada all in the same year. And since then, I have um, done a master's in conservation medicine, 
and taken up photography much more seriously. So um, that's what I'm doing right now. It's really amazing that you have this background that is completely unrelated to photography. And then within a year, you completely changed your life. What was that like for you? <laughs> it was um, it was quite a crazy few months, but it made sense at the time. We'd spoken about moving overseas um, and we particularly like the Pacific Northwest. And it just seemed, although it's, in some ways it seemed counterintuitive to, to move here with a with a young baby, but it was actually a perfect time because it meant we could meet new people. It seemed like a good career break opportunity to to make the move. So yeah, it was um, difficult not having family around and so on, but it was also a very energizing time and, you know, we're very comfortable here now. So it was definitely worth it. It's good when you experience a life change and are then happy that it happened. Absolutely. As the listeners can tell, you're a very intelligent and busy person who likes to do different things. What advice would you give to busy photographers who want to balance their lives and also improve their skills at the same time? I'm sure that's not very easy to balance. It is quite difficult to balance. And I think for me, anyone who knows me um, will have heard me talk about slowing down on multiple occasions. I think the important thing is not to try and fit everything in and to make it, you know, to add extra busyness to your life. It can be really difficult and frustrating and and quite stressful actually to try and add in you know the the big photography trips that I used to do pre-children just not possible anymore and I think just embracing the the slow approach uh, is definitely worthwhile and it has been worthwhile for for this stage in my life Um, and I'd encourage anyone to to follow those principles and really it's just a case of removing some of those expectations that you have around creating certain pictures or visiting certain locations or being able to experience sunsets, all of those things have kind of gone out the window with a young family. But uh, just being able to embrace the the small moments, taking comfort from more intimate scenes and uh, and just thinking more deeply about the connections we have with nature, for me, has been very eye-opening and it's led me on a very particular path and journey um, that I'm very grateful to be on. I love that because it means that there's no specific linear path in our lives that we need to follow all the time. Things change unexpectedly sometimes and maybe they will result in situations that are even better than the ones we had before. Absolutely, yeah. Not everything goes (laughs) according to plan and it's just nice to be able to go with it and, and not get frustrated by the end outcomes. Yes, absolutely. You had an interview with Nature Photographers Network and you mentioned something really refreshing there. You said that I just do what I like and based on your portfolio, it's clear that you like a wide variety of things. What have you been most interested in photographing lately? I mean, I'd say that increasingly I'm being drawn to smaller scenes. Where I'm based now, it's sort of on suburbs of a city. So there is there's a lot of nature on our doorstep but it's not immediate you know in the immediate few blocks around our house for example but just in walking around and driving around town with the kids it's incredible like how many interesting scenes you can come across without really needing to try and so i do find myself increasingly drawn to you know we have a small creek so i like watching how the light interacts on the creek and observing how when it when there's a heavy rain, you tend to get foam that builds up on the creek. And just watching the catkins come out in spring on the 
on the trees. Um, it's just such a wonderful experience and you can you can find that absolutely anywhere. So that that increasingly is more what I'm drawn to. That doesn't mean that I don't like going to some of the national parks and so on as well, but it's always, you know, I'm always very happy to come away with smaller, more intimate images these days. That's really practical, especially for busy photographers who can't travel that much. Not everybody has the opportunity to travel all the time. So it's good to know that nature is all around us. Even if you live in a concrete jungle, there are probably parks nearby and there are opportunities to take great photographs, even without leaving your country. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think historically, photography has always been seen as quite an, an elitist, whether it's a hobby or whether it's... um. A profession but it's often been seen as quite elitist because of the obviously one the cam the, the camera equipment that's involved often and and two the the amount of traveling that's involved and it's often out of reach of many people's you know financial ability so just knowing that you can make things on your doorstep and, and you don't need a fancy camera to to do so you know it's it's really encouraging um to all of those budding photographers out there Absolutely. At photographycourse.net, we have a community and we're currently working on a 52-week project there where people from all walks of life submit their images every single week. And it's been so amazing to see their progress and to see the kinds of equipment that they use because everybody has their own way of shooting. Everyone has their own kind of gear that they prefer. And overall, I think it's a very encouraging experience for everybody because when I was a young photographer, I remember there was this feeling of you have to have the best equipment, the latest equipment, you have to travel to different countries. And I was very discouraged by that because I couldn't afford it. But now it's more accessible to people. There are so many different kinds of cameras out there and it's much easier to take great photographs, even if you have a limited budget. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, although that that type of travel and equipment still exists um, and people still still practice photography that way, there's also, it's really encouraging to see so many photographers doing things more locally. So yeah, that's great. You mentioned camera equipment, so I'm sure that a lot of the listeners are interested in the kind of gear you use. So what camera equipment do you use? So I I still have an old Canon 5D3. I won't lie, I would love to upgrade it and perhaps I will switch to a mirrorless system um, at some point, but it still does what I want it to do. And I, I think it's always important to, particularly as you're learning to photograph, is just always to know what the limitations of your camera are and also the limitations of your your knowledge of technique. And so, you know, it might be that at some point your knowledge of technique is such that you need to upgrade um, to be able to move into the next kind of bracket of, of things. But yeah, the, the 5D3 still still suits all my purposes. So that's the that's the main camera body. And then I have a range of lenses. I have a mid-range telephoto, um, 24 to 70, and then I have a long range, uh, 100 to 400. And I really, really love my macro lens as well. That's great. I think we're pretty close in terms of camera equipment. I have the Canon 5D Mark II, so virtual high five to you. I love that. <laughs> it really depends on your circumstances when it comes to buying camera equipment. And it's important, of course, to know your camera strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, absolutely. Our online photography community is a place where you can grow your skills and learn something new every single day. If you want to join conversations like this one and connect with like-minded photographers from across the world, you're in the perfect place. 
we have a special discount code for our podcast listeners. We're offering 50% off your first year as an extraordinary or limitless member. Go to photographycourse.net slash join to claim your discount with the code GREATBIGPHOTOGRAPHYWORLD. Your scientific background has affected your photography in many different ways. It has helped you become more analytical, more observant when taking photographs, which I think is amazing. How else has your background affected the way that you take photographs? So I'd say there's there's two parts to my academic background. One is the, the veterinary side of things. So that is, uh, as you suggested, highly scientific, very analytical, relies a lot of, on observation. And, and it also, you know, in addition to those things, also makes you quite methodical in your approach to to situations so I found that that's really helped me but then the other side of my academic work has been my master's which was a you know it started out as on paper it looks it looked like a pretty scientific master's um conservation medicine which is is essentially a a medical uh postgraduate degree and the it relates to where human health, animal health, and ecological health all intersect. So on the surface of things, it look, it looked quite scientific, but actually the the thesis part led me in a completely different direction that I hadn't anticipated when I first enrolled on the masters. So I examined the role of photographers in conservation, which was quite different from other things that have been out there in the past where you know lots of people have looked at photography and conservation but the the whole process led me to explore you know feminist theory philosophy you know a huge range of of topics that wouldn't naturally come together and that's really changed the way that I do my observation so rather than jumping to supposedly logical conclusions I've I've started exploring the spiritual aspects much more and the philosophical aspects much more of how I as an individual interact with my environment and and how we as as a species interact with our environment as well. Photographycourse.net is a place where you can find an abundance of photography inspiration in different forms like premium courses, articles, video tutorials, editing resources, and much more. We have a thriving community where you can meet new people, receive constructive criticism, and discover new ideas every single day. Here is a message from one of our top community members, Robert Morton. Hi, my name is Rob. I specialize in wildlife photography and landscape photography. I'm a member of photographycourse.net online community. I like the community because you get some fantastic ideas and some great feedback. So take your photography to the next level by clicking the link in the description. That's what I did, and I haven't looked back. If you want to join our online community, go to photographycourse.net and enter the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% of your first year as a premium member. So it's been quite a deep and meaningful journey, and you know, I think that journey is ongoing. I don't think I've come to the end of that exploration yet, but it's certainly been hugely influential to my photography practices. It's interesting because many photographers, myself included, when you first get into photography, you just shoot what you see. And then when you get more experience, you start to shoot what you feel. But with you, you're so analytical and observant and you like to look at the spiritual side of things as well. So I think that's very fulfilling for you. I think your photo shoots are very gratifying because of that, right? 
Yeah, it does. And it, it definitely helps you like realize that it's it's the process and the practice that that makes it interesting and not, you know, although the end outcomes that, you know, can be really pleasing and help you bring to mind those processes. It's not all about the end outcome. Yeah. And, and you're right that when you first start photography, you know, you're so worried about, you know, what do all these buttons do on the camera that you're you spend a lot of your energy focused on technique and what you're seeing and it's only when you when you start to get more comfortable with that 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 you can really focus on the deeper parts absolutely and speaking of the deeper philosophical and spiritual side of things when was the last time you took a photograph that you were completely satisfied with that really spoke to you well i've just returned from i say just it's all it's been almost a month already time flies but my family just spent a, a week at the end of summer in the Rocky Mountains in um, Kootenai National Park, which is a, it's a national park in BC and it's part of the Rockies, but it's not so heavily trafficked as some of the better known national parks in Canada. And, you know, we, we spent a lot of time hiking, but the, the kids are three and five. So the hikes were, you know, maximum of 5k, nothing too strenuous. And I just found myself photographing some of the end of summer wildflowers and the rivers. I find the rivers just fascinating to watch and observe in in alpine areas because they, you know, they're they're glacial, they're really refreshing, they really invigorate you in in so many ways, not just physically, but emotionally and spiritually as well. So I I had quite a, you know, I had a, a few images from from that trip that have spoken to me quite deeply and I've written a couple of blog posts on my site which you can read around some of those images. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's always refreshing to go on trips. For me personally, even a trip that is quite short, even if I go to a place that is 50 kilometers away, that alone can really refresh me and inspire me to start taking photographs again. I think the key is to be in an unfamiliar environment. As long as it's unfamiliar to you, then I'm sure that it can really boost your creativity, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot to be said for photographing around home as well. But sometimes going on these trips where you've you've never been there before, or perhaps you've experienced them in different ways, I think can really help open up different thought patterns and change things up a little bit. So I really, you know, I still really enjoy going on these trips. And it's it's easy. We just, you know, bundle the kids up in the car, all our camping equipment and and it's, it's, it's quite easy to get to somewhere like that. We're very lucky. That sounds nice. And again, I think that's very encouraging, especially for people who have children, because they do have busier lives and you can't just spontaneously take photos. Of course, you can't just spontaneously go on a road trip, but you can include your family in your shoots and it can be a completely different, but also very interesting experience, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's you know, so many people would try and keep doing what they used to do, like maybe leave the children at home and, and go on a trip. But it's it's just so much more meaningful to have them there with me and to enjoy these places as a family and build memories and experiences together. Right. And I often hear from children photographers or photographers who have kids that take photos of them that they completely change the way that they look at photography. It's definitely more pure, more innocent, and it maybe even helps them develop your, their style. It's really amazing. Yeah, totally. I mean, children just change your perspective of the world so much in, in so many different ways, but it really does 
help you see differently and you know you just watch children and how they interact with things and it's so much more embodied the way they they use all their senses to experience the world and I think we forget that sometimes and I think as photographers we're so focused on only the visual that we forget some of the other senses and you can bring that into your photography as you're as you're practicing photography so yeah absolutely it definitely makes it more meaningful and helps you to see differently that's a great point I think many photographers and myself included I'm very guilty of this we ignore our other senses when we take photographs we're so visual and I think it's really important to pay attention to your senses in order to have a more memorable experience and yeah I'll definitely take this advice and try to put it into practice during my shoots yes Yes, absolutely. And I think, you know, sometimes it's a talking point with your family. You know, you show them the photographs afterwards and, you know, my son will say, oh, I remember when I did this. And do you remember this? Oh, no, you know, I'd forgotten entirely about that. So we all take little different snippets from those memories, but together kind of forms a more whole memory of the whole experience. Definitely. Everyone has their own idea of talent and skill, of course, but how would you define a professional and intuitive nature photographer? It's a really interesting question. And I think, firstly, the first point would be that I would separate professional from intuitive um, pretty much completely. I think, you know, a professional photographer, for want of a better description for me, is just somebody who earns the majority of their living from photography I don't think bringing the word professional into it makes you either a better photographer or or a more intuitive photographer or a more creative photographer and it, you know definitely not a, a better photographer so for me that label of professional doesn't really speak to me in many ways but the intuitive I think is is really interesting and it's interesting that you use the word intuitive and not creative because I think so much we place so much emphasis sometimes on creativity and that's not necessarily always the end goal in our photography but I think the an intuitive photographer I mean firstly I guess it's that nature over nurture thing is it is it possible to to create that intuitiveness in somebody uh, over time as they as they hone their skills or is somebody already sort of born with that skill and then we just like hone that as we as we go along? And that's a really difficult question to answer. I do think that a lot can be taught and a lot can be learned along the way. But I guess you would be thinking along the lines of, okay, well, intuitive insofar as can you pick out a scene that really speaks to you? Um, you know, what intuitively speaks to you and what do you intuitively want to photograph? Um, and then we can also talk about it in terms of more technical components. So composition, you know, what composition works and that can be intuitive or it can be learned or a combination of both. It doesn't have to be an either or. So I, I hope that answers the question. Yeah, that definitely answers the question. I think you don't need to be a professional photographer to be considered a talented photographer. And I think what matters most is your personal relationship with photography. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's there's no measure of, you can't objectively measure what makes a good photographer. 
so I think it's like you said important to do what's meaningful to you and if others take pleasure from that along the way then that's great absolutely and I have one more question for you and that is what is the one thing you'd like to achieve in this great big photography world I would love for nothing more than just to I guess touch a few people in terms of helping them to use photography as a tool to learn more about how they interact with their environment. I certainly have no expectations that that will extend to huge numbers of people. I, you know, I have no interest in being famous or, or anything like that. It's, but if I can just touch the soul of just a few people that will remember some of the things that I may have taught them that will make me feel like I've done what I needed to do with my photography. That's beautiful. Everybody has their own goals, of course, and some people want to have a large following, others want fame, and those are completely normal goals to have. But I think it's so nice and refreshing to just want to connect with other people. I don't think that's easy to do. It requires a lot of hard work and effort, and I'm sure that you're already touching many people's lives and will continue to do so through your work. Thank you very much for being on this podcast. It was a pleasure to have you here. I learned so much from you, and I wish you the very best with your journey going forward. Yeah, thank you very much for that. I, I really appreciate those words. And I hope you're right that, that somehow I can touch the lives of, of just a few people. That would be wonderful. I really enjoyed speaking with Anna. I think that she has such a beautiful and mindful approach to photography. And I highly encourage you to check out her work if you haven't already. If you have any questions about this episode, or if you just want to share your thoughts on different episodes, make sure to join our online photography community. There's a link to it in the description. See you next week. Our photography community wouldn't be what it is without its amazing members. We're working on many exciting projects and have lots of great perks waiting to be discovered by you. For a small monthly fee, you'll receive all kinds of perks. If you join as an extraordinary member, you'll get an ad-free experience, access to every subforum, access to our 52-week project, the ability to connect with all of our members, and more. As a Limitless member, you'll get all of the perks that I just mentioned and access to all of our premium courses and Lightroom presets. This is the perfect opportunity for anybody who wants to elevate their skills without paying thousands of dollars for courses. We're sure that you'll love being a part of our community if you're a fan of this podcast. In addition to meeting new people, you'll learn something new about photography every day which will help you improve quickly. It's also much more fun to take photographs when you have a group of amazing photographers supporting you. Go to photographycourse.net to find out more and to get 50% off your first year as a member. We can't wait to see you in our community. And again, just as a reminder, go to photographycourse.net slash join to claim your discount with the code GREATBIGPHOTOGRAPHYWORLD. We can't wait to see you there. There's a simple reason why photographycourse.net is the highest rated photography community in the world. It's because the people who use it made it that way. Why not join us right now? Improve your skills, get exposure, and discover an exciting new world of photography. While you're at it, claim your special discount code by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% off your first year as a premium member.